electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. Market Moving Insight and Analysis. Join Jim Cramer, David Faber, and me, Carl Quintanilla, on the opening bell hour of CNBC Squawk on the Street. Good Tuesday morning. Welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm Carl Quintanilla with Jim Cramer and David Faber. Looking for some weakness at the open as the dollar hits parity with the euro. Sentiment indicators are weak in the U.S. and Germany. Got the 10-year close to 2.9 means that uh, tech and the Nasdaq may outperform early. Oil's below 100. Our roadmap begins with stocks set to slide for a second day. A strong dollar adding to earnings and recession fears. Plus, not dead yet. Twitter firing back at Elon Musk, saying the deal's not terminated and accusing Tesla's CEO of knowingly breaching his agreement. Speaking of dead, Bill Ackman is shutting down the biggest ever SPAC. He's just given the money back to investors. Let's begin with the markets amid concerns about global growth, Jim. We got, man, the uh, German investor sentiment number today, so bad, it looked look like a misprint. And then NFIB here, the outlook at an all-time low. Not uh, helping. I look at the uh, research today, and it is so negative. I, I talk to people all the time, obviously, about the market. How much is it going to be down today? How much is it down today? No one thinks that anything can go up. Uh, the research, David, the downgrades are just endless. And the price target cuts are still left over. The price target is still left over from the halcyon days. Uh, when you read the research, you just say sell everything. And yet I'm telling you that is the wrong instinct. You are. Yes. I mean, I'm looking at your note here, your great note every morning. Thank you. Apple lower, CSX, AMD, Qatar. It just goes on and on in terms of. Analysts bringing their price targets down. By right. the way, that's because they're all too high. So what? Thank Most you. Most of them, it, price targets are silly. Can we just say that? Uh, well, yeah, I'm, I think that that's really the lesson this year, though. I mean, I'll tell you what. I mean, I've been sure. saying it for 25 years, but it, they are silly. They're silly. Right, but I mean, now, we're, I mean, look, I'll tell you, Gap, okay? Company we all know. Carl, it, it's like people were too high at nine. They're cutting it to eight. I mean, the, the analysts want to get ahead of whatever's happening. The comments today about Union Pacific are exactly the opposite of what I heard about Union Pacific was going up. It's like, wow, you know, I'll give you a good example. Wow, you know what they're doing? They are trying to slim down the number of people who run a train, getting it to one. Now I'm hearing, wow, they're trying to slim down getting it to one. The unions hate that. So, I mean, I loved it. And now it turns out the thing I loved is the sticking point of why I should hate it. And it, it's just very depressing. Yeah, uh, J.P. Morgan uh, cuts uh, both UNP and Norfolk to, to neutral. Uh, but they do talk about lower coal prices and lower congestion fees and in addition to the labor issues. And you, you're right, political and regulatory pressure. But I, I just think, Carl, when I, I read their notes, I love the rails because the rails were doing well. And then out of nowhere, for a couple of weeks, the rails have, have bad cargoes. Immediately, we all say that there's a recession. And yet, you look at Norfolk Southern when the stock was at 280. I mean, I wish people were forecasting a recession then. But Norfolk Southern can go down a lot more. 
right? Yeah, sure. Can. There's nothing. But stopping. I mean, we are now beginning earnings season, so enough with the price targets. Now we'll actually see okay. what the numbers look like and what the guidance looks like, and whether the market is effectively adjusted in terms of a multiple to already account for what may be a slowdown or may already be some signs of a but slowdown. But so, there are places to go. I mean, I spoke to you, Johnson, who's the CFO of PepsiCo. I mean, I don't know. That was a, that was a really strong quarter, it wasn't was, thank it? Thank you. It was a very strong quarter. I mean, talking uh, about 10% organic That's just amazing. Growth? And they can still, they're talking about still being even better than they are. They, I thought this was interesting, Carl. Supply chain problems are getting better. Remember that bedeviled them? Uh, and they're going, I think they have some multiple expansion on this number. Uh, Frito-Lay is just doing terrifically. Uh, the, the dollar, which is really going to be an issue with many, PepsiCo does not lose like a, like a Caterpillar does in a dollar, where a Caterpillar could lose to a Kubota or something. I just thought this quarter was a magnificent quarter, even Quaker, which is not a big business. Pretty amazing. Uh, Frito-Lay uh, up 14, Soda up 9. Jim, they upped price 11, and volume was still flat. It's no not one, at all what we heard from Target and Walmart no. is that consumers are trading down. I think one of the things that's incredible is that consumers still has a lot of money left from the pandemic. Now, there were some people. Wow. There was a note today about American Express, a downgrade, a downgrade. Of Mer- okay. You know you're not supposed to downgrade American Express. That's one of those companies you don't downgrade. Right. And what was the downgrade essence? Worried about. Yes. Worried about defaults. Worried about defaults. Well, they're worried about the consumer. Well, everyone's worried about the consumer. Yeah, AXP, uh, Morgan Stanley is about high income, cutting back on discretionary spending. The the Capital One downgrade is about subprime. Yeah, that's about subprime. But uh, can I just go and say that if American Express were on right now, I honestly, I think Steve Squeery, the CFO, the CEO, I think he'd say, "What are they talking about? We've been saying that business is really good. What are they talking about?" Well, it doesn't mean it's not coming. Oh, well, great. Okay. How much so why don't we just make does, it come? Does he have a lot of visibility into, into the spending He's got great visibility. Does he? Okay. Yeah, they've got... Really? Uh, well, does he? Well, I mean... Okay. Does anybody? Okay, well, he, does he have a crystal ball? Uh, David, what you want, like, the, are we back in Kansas here? But he's got... He has what I call data. Hey, listen, Upstart had data. By the way, Goldman downgraded that to sell, and it didn't go down. That's Upstart. right. AI. That's AI lending. David, America, I think they're looking at the chart and saying, I can't take it anymore. <laughs> well, um, on the flip side, we do have an upgraded JP Morgan. <laughs> a city today goes to buy. Uh, they say all of this higher capital, lower buybacks, probably priced in, plus maybe some upside to earnings. I on Thursday. love that call. All right. So you're, Carl, you're fine. I love that call because, and one of the reasons I love that call is because, you, you know, Hurricane. Hurricane Diamond uh, made some comments that were off the cuff, and I think that they're not indicative of, of how the company's doing. But I am a big believer that with the Fed rate hit hikes, they're going to make a ton of money. This is very much, David, do you remember 1990 to 1992, what, what happened when the banks were... I do, uh, actually. They were reliquified by, by... Greenspan reliquified them. Yeah. Because you made so much money by doing... Do you think... Oh, let me ask you a question. Where's yes, your checking account? Where's your checking account? Uh, it's at J.P. Morgan. JP, no, you're Chase. I'm J.P. Morgan. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think that your Chase checking account will go up by two cents, but they will invest at two and a half. That's true. Well, I try to keep as little as possible there. 
because, yeah, you they, know, you, because they pay you nothing well, yeah, and most have people, forever. Most people are not as savvy as you are. You looked You're into, in the have you looked into Goldman Sachs's Marcus product, which is now 1.2%, I, I believe? I know. I, you know, I looked in three-year treasuries. Uh, here's here's an admission. I yeah. bought three-year treasuries Did for you 3%. Really? All right. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to move the treasury market by saying that. But I, I'm sure you will. Mm-hmm. Look, I, I thought the treasury market at 3% was just a real bargain for three. At this because, point? Yeah, because... Why not? I mean, but look, if everybody's so confident about the recession, Carl, I'm going to crush it with the three-year. <laughs> right. Crush it. Well, I would normally think it's going to crush it with Clorox, but I'm worried about Kingsford being substituted by, by wood. One last thing about uh, the banks. Uh, City writes that credit losses in a downturn are normally a function of excess credit created in advance, something that we didn't have this time relative to the great financial crisis. How many crisis? times do people have to come on? How many times do, does Brian Moynihan have to come on? And say the balance sheet is the greatest I've ever seen. Now, there was an uptick in loans the previous month. But we got numbers on Friday from St. Louis uh, showing that the confidence level of the actual business people. Um, I had Bill McDermott on last night from ServiceNow. His first his stock's down five. And he was saying that other than the strong dollar, I mean, everything is good. But So what are we missing? What's the market? What? what? What are we missing? What's you, because we're taking lamictal and we're taking lithium, and if we got off those meds, we could really start becoming much more clear. Really? So we're uh, you agree with the administration? Some who say we're oh, talking no, oh, our way into okay, a recession. So this morning, there was a Democrat fighting with Joe. I think it was Hakeem Jeffries. Stop, stop trading. He was fighting with Joe. Yeah. And he was saying, you know, saying things about the oil companies and not producing enough. But I got schooled by the administration because I said that the oil companies would like to produce more. And then the administration said to me, we're producing more than ever. Why don't you look at the numbers? Of which I said, well, wait a second. What I'm talking about is when you bring the oil guys down and they meet with Secretary Grantholm and the, the oil guys were big, including the star of David's dock, as well as Mike Worth from Chevron, who's not speaking to me this week, even though he's on air and crushed me. They talked about oil. And where was the president? What was the president doing? I don't know. I'm not sure. How do we get here? I'm not sure. Was, was he at I, NATO? Was he at was C7? I, yeah. About Joe. About Joe today. But the president about was meeting, a recession and he was meeting with windmill it. companies. I'm saying that they're out of touch. There's nothing wrong with windmill companies. Well, no, but when you have Mike Worth down there with Darren Woods, you, you, it's a good thing to meet with them, not the windmill companies. That's true. That is true. Well, I, but he met with Don Quixote, and I'm meeting with J.P. Morgan. I mean, you know, John Rockefeller comes in. And, he, and he's a, a Listen, you know, man of the mantra. I know you are uh, anti-climate to change. You're not green. What's the opposite of green? Brown? I have never defended coal in all my life. Oh, it's true. You've never defended coal. I've defended you clearly brown don't like, on the way to You green. don't like wind. You're, well, wind hurts birds, okay? <laughs> Here we go. And the whales don't like wind. Let me tell you something. You put the wind off of Nantucket, mm. the whales. And by the way... Do you remember uh, Star Trek, Save the Whales? I do. I that do. was, you know, better than I put I that earwig in your ear. I'll, I'll put that earwig right in your ear for uh, yeah, I love the whales. Uh, uh, Khan, the greatest villain ever. Khan. Yes. Khan was a Ricardo excellent villain. Yes, Ricardo Montalban. We can't forget right that. There. Or is that too much like Maeve stabbing Homelander? 
Speaking, um, speaking of birds, uh, Twitter <laughs> continues to fire back at Elon Musk for, for deciding to abandon the $44 billion deal. In a letter now, the company's attorneys say his attempt to back out is invalid and wrongful, adding, quote, the agreement is not terminated. Uh, the bank debt commitment letter and the equity commitment letter remain in effect, and Twitter demands that Mr. Musk and the other Musk parties comply with their obligations under the agreement. It was relatively terse yesterday. It, this is about the financing. I knew, uh, yes. As, uh, this is, you know, as I've said Potential weak link, although many would say it's not, uh, is the idea that the financing could get pulled in some fashion. Right. They would have to come up with a very valid reason. They'll get sued forever. By the way, that would be in New York court, just to it, be clear. Morgan Stanley leads that financing. Morgan Stanley leads it. It's been syndicated. Yesterday, I went through all the pricing and all the different tranches. When they fund, they'll probably be losing some money there, given the change in rates since they first priced it. Uh, that said, it's $13 billion in debt that has $33-plus billion in equity ahead of it. Um, so it's hard to argue there's a, you know, they would be doing it because of credit risk. But it would go back to this basic idea that Mr. Musk has raised, which is, uh, is Twitter committing fraud? Uh, you know, by telling us one thing that they know is wrong and but there's another. Why would they do that? I they don't want think to sell the company. Of I course not. I don't think it's they would. It's a argument. They've been sticking with that 5% number in their filings. It would be, but that's kind of where he's going to have to go in court in terms of proving what is the key right. part of his reason for uh, claiming a breach. By the way, we m may get the complaint that is the lawsuit in Delaware we've been waiting for later today. Uh, we'll see if it's this afternoon. If it's he, not this afternoon, numbers it'll probably be tomorrow morning. Is he going to use his own numbers? Or is he going to use Twitter? Well, he's going to have to prove it uh, in some exactly fashion, right? right? I mean, it's not just on has, his belief. I don't think he has his we own numbers. We have to understand what I, underpins his belief. I think he's using the Twitter numbers, and that's going to defeat him. I, um, I have a, I, can I give you a scenario? Sure. Of give what me, I think is going to happen. We went through a lot of scenarios yesterday. But I'll give you some more. Yes. Chancery. Yes, in Delaware. Guy calls him in. Guy calls them both. The judge, yes. And the, says the to, to Musk, yes. listen, you knucklehead, mm -hmm. you agreed to this price. So you can figure out what price you're really going to pay or, you know what, contempt. So you, as you said on Squawk, see me in my chambers. See me in my chambers. Well, this you, you, you've got to get to, right, you've got to get to them, Twitter presenting a very strong case that says this contract is valid. One. He doesn't. And nothing he says <laughs> in any way uh, approximates a breach, um, and there has been no material adverse effect whatsoever, and therefore the judge, in this case, would agree and say specific performance. Right. you got to buy the company to, what, to the point you're making. What? Then, if listen, if the case is going against them, is it possible they renegotiate? Is it possible the Twitter board says, fine, you know, you want five bucks off because you, you, right. you have buyer's right. remorse, which you've had from basically day four? Right. Okay. You're right. Yeah, it's possible that you're could right. happen. But do you think there's actually a trial, or do you think it's right in the chambers? I have no idea. No, no, no. I think they'll listen. They, first, the first question is, let's read the complaint. Let's see what Twitter says. Let's hope those lawyers at, at Simpson and Wachtell have done a good job here. Second, let's see if there's expedited. The Delaware court has got to say, OK, we're going to bring right. this fast. We're not going to wait months and months and months and months. Because Twitter's business is being heard by every Correct. Yes, it yes, is. Correct. There's a material and then, change. Jim, we'll see. Having been in many lawsuits in my time, unfortunately, <laughs> many of them start like this. In my chambers! <laughs> like, whoo, I thought I was going to get to testify. That's just because you were remonstrating in court to such an extent well, I that, had, the, I've that had the judge some... wanted to get you out of there. Hey, listen, I... Was this like my cousin Vinny? Yeah. You, I, seen I, him, you see him I've in court? Very, I've done very well in court. Very well. And usually when they're in chambers, 
believe me, they say, listen, we want to go to the courthouse step. We'll be in the steps. Mr. Kramer um, has some valid points. Well, I got to tell you, I think that Mr. Taylor has some valid points. The real question is, uh, the, is Brett spending any time at Salesforce at all? The chairman of the uh, yeah. board. Is he spending any time at Salesforce? I, or is he I, completely I, consumed by this? I don't know. No. I don't know. You but don't I know. do know. You did go to Harvard Law School. So there you go. I had the edge on him. He's got that going for him. Still to come this morning, a big uh, SPAC setback for Bill Ackman. We'll get some details after the break. Take a look at futures here. Watch for tech to do pretty well on these declining yields. A lot of corporate news. Peloton, American, Starbucks, Dollar General, Gap. We'll be back in a minute. Let's get straight to the point. You want to grow your portfolio to fight rising costs of inflation or pay off your debt or anything standing in the way of you and financial freedom, right? Yahoo Finance, our sponsor today, can help. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been helping great investors like you. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just looking for tips, Yahoo Finance makes it super easy by putting all the tools and data you need in one spot. Yahoo Finance takes a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and more. You can securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including 401k and other investments. That's how Yahoo Finance gives you insights and helps you take a look at your wealth in its entirety. That big picture perspective is what great investors need. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor. YahooFinance.com, the number one financial destination. YahooFinance.com. That's YahooFinance.com. <laughs> been a while since we've heard those brilliant strange tones of course uh the news this morning or we got, i think we got it late yesterday uh bill ackman saying i'm done i'm out of the uh, spac game i'm still on the spark game maybe we'll have a chance to get to that in a minute his his new idea so to speak but remember the four billion dollars back biggest out there when everything was going gangbusters as they like to say and in fact he actually found a deal it had by the way, to be fair, very favorable terms for investors, much more favorable than many of the SPACs that we were here criticizing day in, day out for the asymmetry between the sponsor and their ability to make money versus the shareholder. In Ackman's case, that really was not the case. Uh, but given its size, it needed to do a huge deal. It tried to do it with Universal Music, buying 10%. Um, but the SEC said, no, the structure does not work for that. That deal unraveled. He ended up buying the UMG stake in his fund. Um, and now, a year later or whatever it's been, he's like, listen, we're not going to find anything. Here's some of the language from his press release. Uh, High-quality and profitable, durable growth companies can generally postpone their timing to go public until market conditions are more favorable. And that limited the universe of high-quality possible deals for the SPAC, particularly over the last 12 months. He's given $4 billion back. No harm, no foul. Obviously a lot better than many of the SPACs out there. Take a quick look at the indexes that we created at the height of the SPAC craze. We've got our SPAC index. That's the 50 biggest SPACs. They just priced. They haven't done anything. They're still trading above par, let's call it. You see that. Um, but then there are those who've announced the deal and haven't closed it. That's not quite the same, is it? That's 83 cents in the dollar. And then the post-back index, which is why it's so difficult to do anything in SPAC land these days. Oh, my. Oh, my. 37 cents. Remember, 10 bucks, almost all of them priced 10, except actually, what? except Tontine. That was 20, but 10 bucks, 
and then uh, 37.55 is where you are right the now. The level of capital destruction. 37% of your money after they've announced the deal, after they've closed the deal. How much did they showing make? Showing that a lot of these deals have not been well received. No. And remember, they're, There's they're down by the moment, the moment they start. Yeah. The, the promoter, the promote. Promote can take some money out. Um, again, they, he was 20, but you'll get your 20 bucks back, is what it yeah, amounts but, to uh, for But it says, I mean, Carl, and I think we really have to recognize is that there's a lot of firepower on the sidelines, we thought, but the firepower can't be employed because there's just not enough companies. I mean, I'm friends with a bunch of people who have SPACs. You know, hey, why not? Everyone can raise a SPAC. Yep. And they're just sitting on it thinking that something's going to happen. Maybe they can move into oil and gas. Maybe there can be an aircraft parts. I mean, you know, the whole thing was just a fiasco. You know what I'm thinking about? Plastics. I mean, honestly, God, these people, the guts of these of these promoters. It was a money rush, man, and you just had to get in on it. And who allowed that? Who allowed it? Well, investors really allowed it right. first. Well, also, the gatekeepers. I mean, his, uh, black swan money growth, right? I mean, there's just too much money sloshing around. It was. Thank you. It's Jay Powell's involved in there was a lot of money flowing. There was around. a lot. There was money. a lot of speculation. It, yeah, look, I think a it's a lot of hope. How about this? I think it's very honorable that Ackman gave the money back. Can't find anything to do. And no, by the way, we're going to see a lot more of this. We're, I mean, really? uh, you know, yeah, many of the sponsors may not want to admit it at this point. Why? You know, you want to keep going as long as you possibly can because it's such an opportunity to make a lot of money, even if your SPAC comes down to thirty-nine cents in the dollar or thirty-seven cents. Soon you'll but be able to buy Meta. We're going to see a lot. <laughs> Maybe we'll talk some better. We'll get Kramer's Mad Dash countdown to the opening bell. As we do got Pepsi under our belt, work our way toward Delta tomorrow and uh, the banks, of course, toward the end of the week. Uh, NASDAQ futures gaining a little bit. Back in a minute. This episode is brought to you by AARP. Ten years from today, Lisa Schneider will trade in her office job to become the leader of a pack of dogs. As the owner of her own dog rescue, that is. A second act made possible by the reskilling courses Lisa's taking now with AARP to help make sure her income lives as long as she does. And she can finally run with the big dogs and the small dogs who just think they're big dogs. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Learn more at aarp.org skills. This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. So you need a business partner just like you. Like FedEx, who understands your passion for serving your customers because they have the same commitment towards you. That's why FedEx offers you picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. What's more, FedEx Ground is faster to more locations than UPS Ground. Trust FedEx for timely deliveries. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx. All right, two minutes before we get started with trading here at the New York Stock Exchange. Let's squeeze in a, a mad dash. We mentioned Gap briefly at right. the top of the show. And let's the, the dig a little deeper. The CEO, Asanya Singhal, uh, after missing numbers by 35% from the plan in 2021, well, they just went up, just, that was it. She was gone. And by the way, she's only been there since March 2020. Uh, they also shuffled the old Navy CEO. But David, there is a sense that it, this is a stick, in, stick a fork in a situation. And 
I have to tell you, I mean, there are people all the way down have recommended this stuff. I know. I mean, let's not forget, it had, there it is, the climb up. Thank you, oh guys. Oh, my God. Because it had an incredible 2020. Right. Uh, and it, it's interesting. It looks like so many of the software uh, for, as a service companies. Yes, it does. They uh, in terms a of very similar look. But, you and, know, I, when I did that documentary years ago on Mickey Drexler, he taught me about being a merchant which kind of means figuring out what people they, actually they want to buy. Right. They don't know this. Uh, but, but I love this. Uh, the guidance for everybody was just so low. But the, you must admit the fundamentals are deteriorating far worse than we would have anticipated. This is Wells Fargo. Well, David, I mean, I think it's. It, I think there's a fire drill here. Yeah. I think that they're really worried. I, well, I, they really screwed up at Old Navy, didn't they, uh, Jim? With the whole idea right. of sizes for everybody right. and... I, Not well, having enough of large, sizes large, that people large, wanted. Large. It didn't yeah. work. Now, David, I do want to clear up something. In my mentions column yesterday, you were attacked endlessly. No, let's not. Let's for not saying, even go in there. my mentions. Let's not go there now. What, for saying that Musk? <laughs> we'll, clap, say, we'll talk about it later. If you hold, to, someone can be held in contempt. Yes. And even though it's yes. a civil case, yes. it, it can be jail time. That's true. Let's get the opening bell here in the CNBC real-time exchange with the big board. It is night shares, not night moves, as Chris been saying. Bob Seger celebrating Bob the launch Seger. of its new ETF at the Nasdaq. It's Syncor Pharma focused on the treatment of cardiorenal diseases. As we're just a shade below 38.50 this morning at the open. Um, I don't know, Jim. What, uh, currencies? I mean, dollar. dollar uh, DXY I mean, up 20 plus percent in a year. It's just going to kill. All Look, PepsiCo got away with saying they could have done 10, but they did eight. Uh, I don't know who's, whether software companies are going to get away with it. I think the software companies, David, people are just fleeing almost as fast as they're fleeing the transports or the banks. People being investors. I thought maybe you meant the employees. No, no, the investors. Oh, okay. The, the robots. Because at Meta, at Meta, what you've been talking about has now been reported, that, that culling. The culling. That's what I said. I was I early know. on it. You were. I have to tell you, when I was in the Metaverse, I don't know if we have any pictures of it, with Mark Zuckerberg, I had a sense that this is going to be for real. And it's going to work. And I, other. There you oh, are. There I am. That's you? Yeah, that's yeah, That's him. In the metaverse, but that's uh, like oh, high fiving. That's well, the Mark wrote, draw, drew my. He, he had one of his people draw me. There, see. No one, no one understands how cool it is. Wow. I'm saying your avatar is you. Okay, that's you. I mean, you have a thing that's you. And your and, movement. Yes. Yes. Right. It's and so moving. natural. And, and everybody. It's true. It really Everybody is beautifully natural. Is looks so much and fun. That looks like, who wouldn't want to be with Mark Zuckerberg, first of all? Can I just tell you something? I, there you go. I've, to I the, to that the moon. I, I'm stunned. I'm stunned. All right, now <laughs> Wait, I, Jim, let's try and have a high five. <laughs> you know, okay, so he, do you think he's a, a knave, a Mountbach, no, a clown? We listen, he's, we're having a good time here. Stock is actually up no, today. No, I am saying that. I was referring to the fact I, I, that you've I, talked about I, I, they are going, I, I, that they are going to spend less and that they are laying some people they, off, and there's been some reporting that confirms what you're talking about. Right. Well, they're calling the herd. Calling uh, the, 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 the worst performers, saying. You the, know what? Not you. everybody is great there. 
And they hired, they were on a hiring spree where if you walk by the headquarters, which by the way I have, um, it, it's difficult because you have to cross a major interstate to get to. If you can cross that interstate, you got a job. Yeah. Like when I crossed it in order to see them. I said, oh, I'll be right there. Across the interstate. It was kind of like uh, Ken Reeves. Stop it. Hey, canoe, canoe, canoe. Speaking of canoe news. You see canoe, canoe, canoe? Yeah. That's a big deal. 4,500 uh, EVs for Walmart. That, I thought that canoe. was that was a, a winner. Winner. Actually, a lot of news in the EV front. You got that. Uh, you got Ride with a new leadership transition. Uh, Rivian, speaking of layoffs, the journal waiting, says 5%. I'm waiting for, uh, to read that Jim Farley sold more Rivian so he can build up the EV section of Ford while the ICE section keeps kicking butt. Now, see, I have no problem with internal combustion engines. That's what you're getting at. You're thinking, right, that, well, then I'm a great despoiler. Yes, you're a great despoiler of the planet. It's true. Um, Although, you know, I mean, well, you got gasoline. Actually, you got some three handles in Florida. I, but that, my point is, if electricity costs keep doing what they're doing in Europe, are you really that much ahead on an EV? No. Given the cost of electricity? Look what's happening in Texas this week. Yeah, not from a... Not from a uh, consumer balance sheet standpoint, no, right? right. But uh, there's also a question as to all we were to move to EVs immediately in some way that our grid would in no way be able to handle that, no, by the way. No, we couldn't handle it. Um, there's no way so we, we get back it. to the discussion of the transition. You've obviously been very critical of the administration when it comes to the fact that they haven't really opened a serious dialogue with the oil companies. They, they can, um, it's easier for them to talk to the Saudis. That's kind of weird. I know. Let me, let me give you a strange one. I had Bill McDermott on last night, service now. Now, he couldn't talk about the uh, current quarter because of the quiet period. But he spoke in general that other than the dollar, things are pretty good. And service now is being killed as if somehow that interview is being interpreted as being negative. Now, this has to do very much, David, with what I regard as being the zeitgeist. Zeitgeist. Isn't this a lot of just about Europe exposure, right? Yeah, and he said Europe is choppy, so people freak out. There's a lot of European exposure for a lot of companies, but they've decided, well, ServiceNow's got too much Europe, and we're going to sell the stock. I would would go the other side of that. It's actually a point uh, B of A's got a note about what Q2 earnings season is going to be like. Savita says basically a meet kind of quarter where you meet and watch out for the guidance. But one of her points is the CapEx generally at this point in the cycle is not strong, but it might actually benefit because people need to reinvent automation and hybrid work and, and that's, so forth. That's what, that's what both Bill McDermott and I had Miso on, uh, M-I-S-O, David. I don't know if you know Miso, but that's no. the company that makes all the robots to do uh, chips, say, at, at Chipotle. Uh, whatever jobs are just kind of the jobs that people don't want to do repetitive jobs, they bring them in. That's technology. And I don't know whether NVIDIA, which stock, is NVIDIA down? How much is NVIDIA down? No, it's today? up. I know. It's, I knew it was up. That's what oh, I said. Yeah. Um, that NVIDIA has a lot of labor-saving things, but nobody seems to talk about it. Well, you do. I, I know. I do. Yes. And that's because uh, in lieu of Jensen Wong doing it, I, I talk. Anything? You looking for something from Jensen? Yeah. Oh. We're gonna. And we're, I didn't get it. We're gonna pay attention to PCs uh, today. Uh, the journal with this piece, biggest decline in years, uh, down 12.6 in Q2. Okay. okay. So, we know from we 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 know from Costco yesterday. We know from HP. We know from Advanced Micro. 
We know from Intel that everybody bought a lot of PCs for work from home, and they bought them. They bought them. That happens. Right. I mean, you know, not everybody, you know, you don't buy them every year and then buy them again unless there's a new chip, and there isn't. Well, Apple has a new chip, relatively new, don't they, that powers oh, the their... M2, yeah. That, yes, that powers their laptops and makes them a lot faster. Well, okay, so maybe Apple... No, everyone says Apple hardware is very bad. Although uh, this B of A note, looking at trade-in prices, actually not mean? doing well, which implies strength I, for the, the new production. I put shoelaces on in a tie after reading that because those things have been kept away from a lot of investors because it's been such a nightmare. That was a positive note on Apple, bucking the trend. Kind of like a, you know, it's like a class five rapid. This guy stuck his head up. Apple, Apple is still down less than the market for the year. Well, because Apple never went up like a lot of companies. It didn't go up like Nvidia. No, but it did hit more than a three trillion dollar market value. That's true. Now that's a two point. But I'm saying it didn't double and double. No, a lot of companies doubled and doubled. No. David, what did you think about the Netflix uh, commentary on the ads? On just how they're doing and how poorly they're doing. People don't like Netflix. You know, I think- Running Up That Hill, Remain EW. It's a great title. Yeah. Wasn't that good? You know, Kate Bush has made like almost $3 million from, from the, from the from rebirth the of that 37-year-old song. Well, it's not just that it was the song. They went, everybody went back to her catalog, sure. yeah. right? And I guess, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that's big. Um, hey, but it shows the power of a show on Netflix, but right. there's still this question of churn. They are pursuing the ad-supported Well, that's just it. Slowly, but- Steadily supporting, I, I would you know, looking for leadership there. To know. Thank you for setting that up. Oh, you have not today? We do, yes. Oh, then you're a big win. At 10.15, we'll have Bob Backish, of course, Paramount. Paramount Plus has been doing quite well. Uh, it has. And obviously, we'll also talk to him about Top Gun Maverick and a lot do of other things. you think he'll be promotional or you think he'll be... Uh, Bob does tend towards um, some soliloquies that go on and, and tend to be quite positive about the prospects for the company that he runs. Yes. Alas, poor Bakish. Yes. But I, now, I, I do enjoy having Bob on. I wish he was in person because it is sometimes a little oh. easier to go, can I ask a question? That's what we did in the metaverse. Like I went like this to, to Zuckerberg. <laughs> can he feel you, though, when you do that in the metaverse? No. Can, no, because he's in, no, he's in California. Oh, That's right. That's the point. So the you metaverse, can't actually touch anything no, in the but metaverse. The point of the metaverse, why I think it's going to be so big, okay, is that you feel like you're in the room. You do. Okay. The, these right. analysts I've, call, I've I swear. It. I want to know right now, have the down, downgrading analysts, of which they are myriad, played in the metaverse with their children or their parents. I bet you they have it. I bet you not one has really tried it. Not one. If they did, they would know that this is the way to communicate. You think my kids want to come over and see me? Do they want to get in the metaverse with me? Uh, I got to so deal with that for five put on the minutes. helmet. It's not a helmet. Just and then they try to touch you guns. in the metaverse and high five you. And that's better. Okay. When your kids grow up. I see your up, point. Aging parents. are grown up. The elderly. Keep them engaged with society. What am I like? I'm shut. Well, no, there's nothing wrong with But I'm just saying that they're, like, if my dad was in the metaverse, we would watch the Phillies lose last night to the Cards, and we'd be talking about it in the metaverse. You could have watched the Mets beat Atlanta. No, that was not the point of the story. Oh, sorry. <laughs> now, David, if we want to go negative, if we really want to go negative, Uh-oh. are you familiar with the UBS Evidence Lab? Of course which I is like am. Criminal Minds? Of course I am. They are the, saying, does it have the stamp? Does it have the original UBS yeah, Evidence right Lab? Oh, powered by okay. Evidence Lab. Yeah. Okay, good. David, this piece on Kohl's, 
basically says that Kohl's is falling apart. Okay. Now, Kohl's, of course, was obviously for sale. And, and they did not get there. Oh, Dave, so I'm talking about a lot of companies, uh, funds not, you know, not having buyers and worse, pulling away before they have to go to the chancery. Yeah. Yes. The chancery. Um, listen, you know the, the financing markets right now for a new go us. private are difficult. We are they worse than the yesterday. emerging markets, which we never talk about, you know, which we are don't, horrible. We don't talk about the emerging markets. Hardly ever. You're right. I don't know. Well, that's because you, you, you put on emerging markets. Always love I used to ones. focus a lot more on them. I once had a, ran a newsletter on emerging markets. Who did? But I did in the in '92. You were so interesting then. Yes, I traveled around the world before I came to CNBC. But um, with institutional investors. But yes. But I. Uh, I got uh, your now. newsletter. Wait. Will you code? stop? Let's sorry, get back I'm to sorry, what I'm we were talking about. The very, financing very markets coach. are difficult right now in terms of you're not going to get anything done in high yield that isn't already being marketed. Well, so, what does that say? Does that um, say we're at the top? Citrix is done. Tenneco is going to get done. Uh, there's a couple of others, but new stuff right now. Pause. And, and how much of that is? Is what I'm hearing how from much participants. How much of that is Canner and, uh, and antitrust? No, no, no. This is about this is about secondary prices for high yield and things oh, of that okay, nature. Okay, this is not. You're talking now broadly speaking about uh, M and A right. and whether there's a headwind from regulatory concern. Of course, well, there have is. you seen the, the right. you know he's brought case after case yeah. after case. No one's paying any attention high to yield it, particularly the people involved with. Um, uh, Finally, uh, with Goldman Sachs and JetBlue. We, we could end with Twitter, which and is that up. That was a cheap shot to, that I thought you'd buy. I know. Well, they, they because keep, I wanted they to get the fact off, that Goldman hired a new guy. They do. They keep putting off a vote there, Spirit and Frontier, as they keep trying. How about the, how about the gold trying, the new, new guy from gold, that Goldman hired from Google? Who? Yeah. They talked oh. about it a lot this morning on Squawk. I think it's going to be amazing. You do? Developing a whole new business line yep. at Goldman. What are they doing? Making money. All right, so we're not going to explain this because I'm, I'm. I don't know because it was like talking about like a trend guy. Yep. Uh, 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 innovation. Yeah. An innovation unit. Even as they're starting to talk more about dividing up units into maybe subunits to I, work with regulators. David has to come on here and kind of explain the strategy, which is a little mystifying yep. to those of us who who been there. David Solomon, and not me. Uh, no, the you're CEO right. Goldman Sachs. But that Guys, could be a metaverse. They could, could do everything in the metaverse. Do you know that that that. that did you know that Mark Zuckerberg doesn't want you to use an actual avatar that looks just like you? Because I volunteered that I could get Jensen Wong. Right, why would you when you can look better than what you look like in real life? That's I, the whole point of the metaverse. Well, you're saying it, it shouldn't be hyper-realistic is what he, is Mark saying? Yeah, he doesn't want hyper-realistic. Well, by the way, I'm telling you, we all know well, where this is going. Look how jacked I am. First See that? Like, case the of the metaverse. Man. I'm popped by the sailor You man. don't have to be yourself. You can look better. We well, all know I always, where this is I going. Bowl, I always pick the name Beethoven. He's still not getting Why it. should I put the <laughs> name Jim? but Beethoven not even listening. When I'm going to Wendy's, I use the name Beethoven. Okay. Uh, Twitter, guys, 2.5% gain this morning. Uh, as I said earlier, money going we in. are waiting for the complaint from Twitter. Uh, it'll be great reading. It should be. Let's hope. Uh, you know, they did a good job at Wachtell in terms of writing this thing up. Okay. Um, they added Wachtell recently. There was no, you know, it's funny, Tiffany LVMH yeah. uh, had no financing out. Uh, this deal does. Meaning, if financing goes away, deal goes away, which is right. why you had that letter from Twitter that we uh, were quoting this morning saying, hey, this deal's not terminated, and don't you ever think about pulling the financing. But again, we'll see. I, I, Jim, you did reference around the closing bell because of yesterday's conversation and all of the attention it got when I said, if, 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 maybe, about Musk. 
if he loses in court, if they get specific performance, if the judge, if he says, I won't do it, what would happen? Um, there is a case from 2012 right, well, where a, a judge you. in Chancery Court in Delaware you. said, hey, you're in contempt and you're going to jail. People took a break from trashing me and said, listen, while we're trashing that. you, I want to talk about how bad David Faber is. They, they you know, I'm sorry. That. Hey, by the way, Merck Express is barely down on that day. By the way, context is everything. And unfortunately, there was no context of the conversation that we have here well, at our desk. I, ju I just think that David is far more aware than perhaps Musk about what could face well, him. Here's another one. What? Here's another one on Twitter. You have no idea. I mean, people don't listen. They don't Judge, understand. They David, have no idea. You were attacked. It must be so like frustrating never, for you. What, to be me? Yeah, because I got it for one day. I kind of ignored it. But Look, I, I took pictures of zucchinis, and immediately I got but, what I would say is scatological use of the zucchini from uh, my viewers. Um, I, no. It's just not will, right. But Again. I will, can I go back to the market for a second? Oh, my God, would you please? I am telling you that the notes today, you mentioned the Apple. You referenced Bank of America note on, heart, on, on returns versus the 30,000 negative piece of that with Apple. Market wants to go higher, and Apple's an example. J.P. Morgan goes higher on an upgrade. The oils are all for sale. Yes, you got accrued below 100. Uh, and the airlines, by the way, three airlines, four airlines Southwest. are leading the S&P. How about Southwest? And Boeing is leading the Dow, as American had their uh, pre-announced. Well, uh, you know, I just think that the market is, I said to, to David that July 13th would be the bottom. I said that in February. Is that today or tomorrow? Tomorrow. So we have the Dow up, uh, very nice upside move on the open. Let's get to Bob Bassani. Hey, Bob. Morning, guys. And not only Boeing, uh, but Home Depot also hoping uh, the Dow Industrials. Take a look at the sectors for the S&P tech strong. There's a lot of people betting on a fourth quarter little bounce in tech, maybe. Uh, things turning around. Consumer discretionary also doing better. But there's two very obvious trends that are, uh, that are happening uh, this week. One is the continuing slide in commodity stocks. And what you want to watch here is the S&P Energy and the Metals and Mining, that's XME, that's an ETF, uh, basket of the big metal mining stocks, all continuing to slide today. And this is really very noticeable. So put up some of those big energy stocks. And it, uh, again, 2 3 4% declines here. I mean, look, Hess was $130 in the beginning of June. I remember I did a story on it at that time. $130 uh, a month ago. And now it's 92. We're talking about 30% decline uh, in, in five weeks or so. Same with some of these other stocks, Occidental, uh, APA, the old Apache, ConocoPhillips, the same so story. The other major trend is, as Jim noted, uh, pessimism amongst the analysts. I'm not trying to call it pessimism so much as getting real finally. Uh, so we're starting to see some downgrades ahead of earnings season. So Regions Financial today downgraded City. Uh, Gap, Wells Fargo downgraded them. Of course, the CEO resigned. Uh, JetBlue got a downgrade at Susquehanna. That's a new low for JetBlue, I think $8.00. Uh, Norfolk Southern and uh, uh, Union Pacific downgraded J.P. Morgan. Lennar downgraded J.P. Morgan. Not having dramatic effects here, gap because of the resignation of the CEO. But the point is, uh, the, the street is finally starting to catch up with where uh, analysts are catching up with where Wall Street has been for a while in terms of, of pricing. And I think it's, a, it's basically a good trend here. The commodity breakdown is really breathtaking, though. Uh, remember, these were the big darlings in the first quarter of the year, commodity metals uh, and, uh, and energy stocks. Take a look at what's happened here recently with some of these uh, new uh, energy stocks. Halliburton, it, it, this is five weeks. ConocoPhillips, 31%. These were all at new highs in April or so. Chevron, Freeport, McMoran, 
48% there. The metal stocks have collapsed as well, even more so than some of the energy stocks. Uh, and the commodities themselves are also weaker. You want to watch here is DBB. That's the base metals index. It's a basket of uh, individual metal stocks there. There you go. That's, look at that straight down in, if, in five weeks. This is a basket of aluminum uh, and copper and zinc futures. That's a very good indicator of overall global demand for the metals market. So take a look at the commodities, the softs themselves, uh, and plus oil. Uh, same situation in, in six, seven, eight weeks. Lumber, wheat, corn, crude oil, all dramatically down. These all hit highs most for the most part March and April and have been steadily drowned. So I think what's startling here, Carl, is in commodities, we have gone from a bull market to a bear market in essentially five or six weeks. And this is the problem, of course, with commodities. You can change very, very quickly uh, on a dime in the commodity markets. And we're seeing that in the stocks end of that as well. Carl, back to you. Yeah, uh, that's why they call some of them widow makers, Bob. Thanks, uh, Bob Bassani. As we go to break, time for the bond report. As we said, yields on the decline, uh, given some of the macro indicators moving around the world, especially in Europe today. You got the 10-year, 290. Uh, front end, getting closer, back below three. Dow's up 107. Be right back. One thing we didn't get to this morning was uh, the news from Citron yesterday. Very bearish take on uh, crypto and Bitcoin. Back below 20K this morning uh, with a year-to-date decline of almost 60%. Dow hanging on to some mild gains here on this Tuesday. Don't go anywhere. Time for Jim and Stop Trading. You know, Carl, I've been talking about the gloomy state of retail when I was in San Francisco. A raw store as you go to, you have to wait in line because there's guards at it trying to stop uh, any sort of shoplifting. Uh, uh, Walgreens closing all around where we were uh, in, in San Francisco. Well, today, Starbucks permanently closing six stores in each in Seattle and Los Angeles, two in Portland, a single in Philadelphia, Washington, uh, because the employees are not safe. And I just think we have to start recognizing that there is a um, an onslaught. Uh, against the, re- the retailers are in trouble because they're, these people who are behind the counter are being asked to enforce rules that they can't. They can't get rid of someone who's taking drugs. It's not what their job is. So Howard Schultz, I think, taking a bold action, protecting his employees, doing the right thing, uh, and closing pl- revenue, uh, you know, revenue-producing stores. This is going to be a common theme because retail is overrun by pilferage and by dangerous uh, People, there are, I'm not, I don't mean to be politically incorrect, but dangerous people. Yeah. Uh, Schultz is having to rethink the third place, that place you where you used to just it. go you hang out. You can't be threatened. Yeah. I was at one where I was threatened, and I said, like, well, buy a cup of coffee. I mean, you know, you're at Starbucks, but. Jim, we will see you tonight. Mad Money, 6 p.m. Eastern the Time. Metaverse is real. Watch this with David. Beautiful. The, the technology, incredible. We'll see you at 6. When we come back, Paramount's Bob Backish on the streaming landscape, Top Gun and more. You've been listening to The Opening Bell on CNBC's Squawk on the Street. This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. So you need a business partner just like you. Like FedEx, who understands your passion for serving your customers because they have the same commitment towards you. 
That's why FedEx offers you picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. What's more, FedEx Ground is faster to more locations than UPS Ground. Trust FedEx for timely deliveries. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx.